The marathon is about being disciplined. If you're not gonna quit, that means you're disciplined. And then I'll add in another one, it means you're committed. So you can't be on a marathon and have a marathon and be like, yo, this is the marathon did it without being committed and without having discipline because the marathon mindset is fixated on not quitting. The marathon mindset equips you not to quit. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Practice the Podcast where we fuse research and culture to help you develop the mindset, habits, and skills you need in order to live out your purpose with confidence. I'm your host, Coach Reese, and it's season two. We're about to get after it. Let's go. We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Practices are meant to be competitive. They're meant to be competitive. If your practices are more competitive than the games themselves, you're doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. So I am super duper excited to be back in the studio because I took the last couple weeks off for the holidays and then I ended up getting sick. There was a nasty flu going around. And so I was like, I can't record no podcast with a stuffy snotty nose. Like that just wouldn't make no sense. So I had to respect my body and honor the process and just take some time off. But now I am clear, I am here, I'm excited, I'm re-energized um, and I'm ready to get after it. But what's super dope is we are now in season two of Practice the Podcast. And this episode right here gets us over the hump because this is episode 11 and I talked about on the last episode where only like 56% of podcasts have like 10 and under or people make it over 10 episodes. So since this is number 11, I'm super excited and I'm celebrating this. Um, and I'm also dedicating this um, episode to my late mother who passed away today, six years ago. So mama, this one is for you. Um, it is only right that we're talking about like, what does it really mean to like leave a legacy, but leave a legacy in what you're doing every single day. But how I wanna talk about this is a little bit different, we're not really focusing on legacy, we're talking about the life that you live, starting with your mindset, okay? So in order to talk about mindset, and we're talking about living and winning, I was like, man, I gotta go with my boy Nick. So I'm a huge Nick fan for a couple reasons. Um, one, he and I share the same birthday. So it's like, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's my guy, like we got kindred spirits, you know what I'm saying, in that way. Um, and also RIP, um, you know, rest in heaven to Nip, definitely. But what's so amazing about him is he left such a dope legacy that to the people who didn't do life with him on a daily basis, I wanna make sure I'm very clear with that. It's almost as if he's still here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still feel his spirit and his energy because of the way he like put out. You know what I'm saying? Because of like he exhausted himself in living out his his vision and bringing it to fruition. And I think that's what makes Nip so dope is like, bruh had a vision and he did every single thing he could in order to bring it to fruition, which is why he called his process the marathon. So today we are talking about how do we develop the marathon mindset? But before we go, I just not hit my hand. Uh, before we go into that though, this, the, the subject or the thing that I really want us to hone in on on season two of Practice the Podcast is winning the year. A crazy fact is that um, majority of people either never look at or follow through with their New Year's resolutions after the first month of the year. So I believe that the first quarter is the most important quarter of the year. 
The reason why I believe the first quarter is the most important quarter of the year is because if we can create a foundation of focusing on the most important things, and we're going to talk about what those things are, right? Today, um, I believe there's six areas of our life that we need to be able to hone in on, that we need to be able to apply that marathon mindset to on a daily basis that are going to help us win the year that are ultimately going to allow us to leave a legacy. So, Shout out to mom, shout out to Nip, shout out to Energy, shout out to you for showing up. We're about to get after y'all, let's get it. So our quote for this episode is coming from none other than our boy Nip. Short and sweet, I didn't quit. That's the quote, y'all. I didn't quit. I was listening to in, uh, an interview um, and a song actually that Nip was on, and that's actually gonna be our song for this episode too, but he was like, I'm no different from nobody else. Like. I'm not any more gifted. I'm not any more, um, you know, equipped, resources, whatever. I did not go through the emotions and the process. I just didn't quit. I'm not acting as if like I had everything picture perfect laid out. I just didn't quit. And it was that mindset, that mentality, that energy that fueled him to live the life that he lived, to live the legacy, leave the legacy that we all get to see and reap from from today. Whether that be through songs, him inspiring people to read books, obviously his music, you know, all the, the um, entrepreneurial things and philanthropy type things that he was doing, you know what I'm saying, in LA, like, Brett just didn't quit. And that's the quote for today, because in order for you to leave a legacy that you desire to leave, if you desire to leave one, right? Um, but for most of us, we desire to leave a legacy that is going to impact and change the lives of the people we do life with on a daily basis and hopefully other people. And this podcast, our focus is to help you develop the mindset, habits, and skills you need in order to live out your purpose with confidence. But I believe when you live a confident life, when you live out your purpose with confidence, you are going to leave a legacy that changes lives. And that's what this is all about, y'all. So... I didn't quit, like that's it. Nipsey said, he said, accepting the ups and downs of whatever comes your way. Accepting the ups and downs of whatever game you play. So when you think of the marathon, everybody's marathon is different, right? It may not be an actual marathon runner. You may not be in business. Your marathon may be just being a mom. You know what I'm saying? Not just, but your marathon may be being a mom. It may be being a, um, a single mom. It may be being an entrepreneur. It may be being a new rapper or being a student or a scholar athlete or a coach or a teacher. It doesn't, whatever your marathon is, don't quit. That's the message. If you got to turn this podcast off right here, right now, whatever your marathon is, don't quit. That's the message I want you to take. Now let's talk about the research that really is like, okay, Coach Reese, I get it, Nipsey's dope, don't quit. But what are the things that we literally have the ability to hang on to that are gonna help us not to quit? Three things, okay? Three forms of capital. Hope, optimism, aspirations. Hope, optimism, aspirations. I want you to know, and research even says and proves this, this is what I'm studying in my doctorate is that when you have hope, you have optimism and you have aspirations, these three things will literally increase your psychological well-being. Hope, optimism, aspirations. And I believe that because Nipsey had hope, he had optimism and he had aspirations, he was able to influence all of us and change the culture simply because of that. 
Like that's where the marathon came from. So despite the ups and downs, I got hope. Hope means I know and I believe that regardless, despite the ups and downs, I'm hoping for a better future. I'm hoping for a better outcome next time. I'm hoping, I'm staying hopeful. When I stay hopeful, that keeps me engaged. That keeps me encouraged. Optimism says, you know what? Despite that failure, despite that loss, despite that no, despite that person I can't rock with, despite all the negativity, I'm going to stay optimistic. I'm not going to allow myself to be a pessimist about whatever situation's going on. I'm not going to allow myself to be um, to be negative, to be destructive, and to stop. Right? Again, or let me go backwards for a second. When you have hope, when you have hope, there's hope for the future. Where there's no hope. Literally, when people feel hopeless, that's when people perish. When people feel hopeless, that's when they feel like, I can't do this no more. When people feel hopeless, that is where the most, like it pains my heart to even think about people who walk around and live life hopeless. If I have no hope, I don't got nothing. Because really, without hope, what's the point? So number one, I gotta have hope. After I have hope, I have, hope is going to influence my optimism. Okay, cool. Like I'm about to stay optimistic about what's going on. Then the next piece is aspirations. Aspirations is a form of capital that just thought about this, that Nipsey left for us. Nipsey left us aspirational capital because he was willing to double down on his hope and his optimism. And because he had a vision for his life, because he was like, I got gifts and I'm just trying to see them come to fruition. So this is how I'm going to do it. This is where he came from being the Tupac of his generation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't really, I didn't rock with Tupac. I'm not that old, but like Nipsey to me, like, bruh, the fact that he can do and the fact that we have the same birthday, his grind has been, that's why we love him. So the fact that Nipsey was able to hold on to his hope, his optimism, and his aspirations influenced us to do all the things that we're doing today. That's why the marathon matters, right? That's why you having hope, you have an optimism and thinking, what are my, what are the aspirations I have for my life? Right? What are the visions I have for my life? Your aspirations should be tied to your legacy because the legacy you leave is going to be based off your aspirations. And that's, again, and we're seeing it, Nifty, Nip, Nifty. Nip left us the blueprint for what that looks like, y'all. Okay, so that's our research that's backing everything that we're talking about today is when you have hope, when you have optimism, and when you have aspirations, you have an increased psychological well-being that says, I can keep going. I can run this marathon. Regardless of what comes my way, I'm not going to quit. I didn't quit, period. Ah, my hat fell off. I cut my hair for those who don't know. Anyways, here we go. That's why my hats look so funny. Just a little side note. I got a real small peanut head, so I got to have my hats on like the very last joints or else they won't fit. Anyways, back to the story. So, yo. All right, y'all, a little bit of story time. So today's story time is actually what influenced Nipsey to create the theme the marathon right like it wasn't just a saying it turned into like obviously he had this his album he's got multiple songs then it became a whole brand and now it's like it's a hashtag within our culture but do we know where it came from so as i was doing some research on this nipsey was inspired by this dude named um i'm gonna say the name wrong so just bear with me pedididis something something pedididis pedididis Something like that. It's spelled P-H-E-I-D-I-P-P-I-D-E-S. You try to pronounce that. Pedididis. Anyways, we're going to call him Big P. 
Big P um, <laughs> was born in like the somethings BC, okay? And what he was, he was a day runner. So like he was born in Athens, Greece. He was a day runner, which meant he was like the messenger within the space. Cause obviously this is BC. Like there was no, um, there were no, obviously no cell phones, no newspapers, like none of the technology we have today. The technology was the people. Like Big P was the technology. He was the text message. He was the email. So his role was to get out there and deliver the messages to the space, right? He was a day runner. So what happened was um, uh, Persia, Persians, Persia, might be saying that wrong too. Anyways, they were coming to battle with Greece. And so what happened was the um, town was like, yo, Big P, we need you to run out here and deliver this message. Woo woo. So Big P got on his joint. He started running. So boom, when Persia came to battle Athens, they did the battle in Marathon. So Marathon is the actual like place. So Persia and Athens end up battling in Marathon. What happened was Big P's homies was like, yo, go back and tell the village that we won. So Big P runs from Athens or runs from Marathon all the way back to Athens. So this is 26 miles between Marathon, Greece and Athens, Greece. So Big P, he's like, yo, we won. You know what I'm saying? He's probably running. He got that extra energy because he's just mad pumped because they, they won. You know what I'm saying? He's going to deliver the news, deliver the victory that they won. So here's what happened, though. He gets back to Athens, tells everybody, yo, we got the victory. Let's get it. We beat Persia. Uh, uh, let's get it. Then he dies right then and there. 490 BC. I am. I'm just delivering the message. Right. So here's the root of the story. Oh, boy, was a runner. He ran around, told all the stories. His hometown, Athens, ends up getting in a beef fight with Persia. They're fighting over in Marathon. He runs from Marathon all the way back to Athens, delivers the news like that was his role. And then he dies. Like literally him running his marathon killed him. But here's what's so dope about this is like because of that, we now have the marathon, not Nipsey's marathon, but like the actual marathon here, right, that people run all over the world. Like there's millions of marathons. A marathon is now a like people strive to run these things based on what this dude did. So we could just take this whole thing and just make this about Big P, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to Big P. Like that was the legacy that Big P left was doing his job, was living out his purpose. His purpose was to run in in living his purpose and being committed to that and being committed to his village. It turned into everything we have today. Ain't that crazy? So here's the thing though for me I was like all right so Nipsey was inspired by the marathon obviously we see it in the Olympics and we see it all over the place now but I was like if if a marathon is any game but a marathon was one thing right it's just one thing that you're doing you're just running I was like yo there's more than one thing that I'm doing right like there's more than one thing that I am and as I started to think about like I absolutely love the marathon mindset because the strength, the power, the will. I don't know if I would ever run a marathon. <sighs> it ain't really on my bucket list. I do enjoy running um, and I want to get back to running and shout out to my mom. Oh, full circle moment real quick. Hold on with me. My mom was an avid runner. Like if you knew my mom, 
and you are you know my mom you're probably like yes she took two things with her everywhere she went her bible and her running shoes period we traveled the world two things came her bible and her running shoes my mom was a marathon runner she was big p i love the fact that that just came back to me um as I didn't even think about this in my notes, but like, that's it. Like what marathon are you, are you running? And, and so again, back to, I don't have any aspirations to run a marathon. However, there is a race that you were born to run. There's a race that you were born to run y'all. Like there's a race that your purpose is a race that you were born to run. Some, there's some battles, like Nipsey said, there's ups and downs, but the mission is not to quit. So do you know what your race is? Do you know what your purpose is? Do you know what it is that you're running for and what it is that you're running towards? And get hear this, it's not chase. It's ain't about chasing your purpose. This is about running your race that allows you to leave the legacy that you were born to leave. It's about running the race that allows you to live out your purpose with confidence. And in order for you to do all of that, you need to do a couple things. You need to equip yourself with strength. So pause right there, and I'm gonna go backwards for two seconds. As I was doing all this, and I'm like, okay, as I'm getting older, and I'm seeing there's so many different aspects to life, so many different things that I wanna do that I am, that I feel like my purpose encompasses, that my race encompasses, just as a human being, then as an entrepreneur, then as a partner, as a, all these different things, right? And I started to think like, what other crazy physical body things out there that's a thon, right? So you got the marathon, then they have the triathlon. So now they was like, we wanna run, but now we wanna run and. So you got the triathlon where it's running, biking and swimming. And I was like, that's dope. But then there's a quad, 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 y'all, like, Again, shout out to all the white people that do this and the black folks that do this stuff too. But, you know, white people invented a lot of these extraneous activities. Um, quadrathlon. The quadrathlon is running, swimming, kayaking, and biking. So I was like, yo, in order for anybody to, number one, either run a marathon, number two, do a triathlon, and number three, do a quadrathlon, you gotta have some strength. And then I was like, you know what? It takes a whole lot of strength just to be a human, okay? So that's the thought process. Hopefully you're still tracking with me, I'm not all over the place, but as we dive deeper into our practice focus, I want you to keep those things in mind. I want you to keep the story of Big P, I want you to keep the, the marathon mindset of just how do we develop that in order to not quit, but also how do we go from the marathon to taking that mindset into every single area of our life and equipping ourselves with the strength we need to run our run our race. So here's the thing. We need to be able to equip ourselves with the strength to live out our purpose with confidence. We need to be able to equip ourselves with the strength to run our race. Everybody's race is different, but there are six areas that I feel like I've identified um, and definitely let me know if I missed any, but these are the six foundations. I call them the alley-oops, the, the six alleys, like the six things, areas 
that we need to make sure that we are having and equipping ourselves with the strength in applying the marathon mindset too, so that way we can run our race. So I'm gonna name all six, then I'm gonna go through each one. Spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, relationally, and financially, okay? These are the leads, you know what I'm saying? The six alleys, the six alley-oops, the six foundations that I believe we need to equip ourselves with strength in by applying the marathon mindset if we're going to be able to run our race um, and live out our life and live out our purpose with confidence, y'all. So when we look at spiritually, everybody's spiritual relationship with whatever is different. And that's not what this podcast is about. My spiritual connection, my soul connection to, um, is to God and Jesus. That's just how I rock out. That's how I choose to anchor my soul and my spirit in that way. We need to equip ourselves with strength spiritually however whatever you decide to do because we are more than just physical beings like i am a soul i am a spirit inside of my physical temple body in order for me to be able to um i think just progress to move to know that there's higher being to have a greater understanding i gotta know and believe and understand what does it mean to be anchored to a higher spirit a higher being something that is beyond me the next piece is mentally. So because the spiritual aspect and the soul is what is 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 also the first three of these are also really internally. But um, next to my soul is my mental. I have to equip myself with strength mentally. That means you got to find some type of routine that's going to allow you to be your best self from a mental aspect. That means can you think clear? Can you operate clear? What's your memory like? Can you retain information like mentally? What is your mindset like? How sharp are you in that way? Can you grow in your craft, right? That mental, because a lot of people will tell you that, you know, a lot of life and especially runners will probably tell you, like, it's not the physical, it's the mental. It's your mind that's going to say, no, 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 before your body does. And if you can train your mind, you can equip your mind, right? To say, we don't quit. That's that piece right there that says, yep, you're right. We don't quit. Bang. And then I'm going to keep going. So what are you doing to train yourself and equip yourself with strength mentally? Next, emotionally, my goodness, just because you get older doesn't mean you get more mature and doesn't mean you get more emotionally mature. So there's a such thing as like your biological age, then there's your maturity. I don't want to say age, but then there's emotional maturity. So cats is getting older in life, but they're not always maturing emotionally. I like to call this emotional confidence. What is it that you're doing to grow and develop your emotional confidence that's going to allow you to run your way race? What, is, what are you doing that's going to allow you to win your race? What are you doing that's going to allow you to emotionally be able to protect your peace and have some conflict management skills? What are you doing that's going to allow you to protect your peace and do some conflict resolution? Both of these uh, both of these my goodness, both of these things are important because just because you get older does not mean you get wiser, does not mean that your ability to handle difficult situations, emotionally difficult situations, doesn't mean you have that ability to. And so your ability and your attention and investment in developing yourself emotionally is probably one of the biggest things that you can do. I don't think that somebody can truly grow spiritually and mentally without also growing emotionally. These are the those are the 
Those are the big three, y'all. But what I found in my personal life is I have focused so hard in these last 10, five years on my spiritual, my mental, and my emotional that my physical wasn't as sharp and keen as it needed to be. Because sometimes life happens, right? And it ebbs and flows. And I want you to know that too, but is that the physical piece, now that I know that I'm a spiritual being, I'm a soul being within a physical body in a temple, my mental game, my emotional game, my head and my heart, my physical being, my temple is that much more important because it houses me. It houses my spirit. It houses my mental. It houses my, my, uh, my emotional. So it is important. It's not about having a specific makeup, but it's about what am I doing to pour and invest in me from a physical stance that allows this vehicle that carries the three, the big three, you know what I'm saying? My physical body carries my emotions, my mindset, and my spirit. Whew. That right there, I think, should, should make us pay that much more attention to the way we treat our body. Okay, so what are you doing to equip yourself with strength physically? That's the question. Whatever that looks like to you, I, and I'm not, hear me, I am not telling you to go run a marathon because I ain't telling myself to go run a marathon. Remember, you got to run your race. And your race may not be running marathons or triathlons or quadrilons. Like, this just may not be it. But a part of your race is being able to equip yourself with the strength to sustain your race. Equipping yourself with the fuel right? That's food, that's sleep, that's rest, right? All of those things. And again, I'm always, anytime I'm talking to you, I'm always talking to me, right? So again, it may be a marathon, but that'll mean you don't take, have no rest. It may be a marathon, but that'll mean you don't take, you know, no breaks to be able to pause and sit back because as much as you want to go when it's a marathon, you also have to be able to say, okay, I'm going to take a quick break to give my body a break, to give myself, I need a timeout emotionally, I need a timeout mentally, I need a timeout spiritually, right? There's a time and place for everything. And so no, you running your race, you running your marathon also includes rest. Rest is for the wise, the wise rest because they know when you rest that you can come back and be that much more of your best. Bars. Um, <laughs> so relationally, my spirit, my soul, I believe was created to do life with other spirits and souls. I firmly believe that. I believe that we were created for a community, right? So spiritually, that matters. Mentally, I'm going to be able to need a mindset to be able to do life with other people. Emotionally, this is, this is probably the biggest piece, that mental and emotional is the biggest piece when it comes to doing life relationally with other people. And I'm always talking about the difference between um, community, acquaintances, friends, family, growth partners, confidants, all of that, right? In the relation spaces, but you encounter other people all the time. And if you don't have the emotional confidence to be able to have, handle, have and handle good relationships, that's going to impact your livelihood. That's going to impact your psychological well-being. That's going to impact your um, the way you go about life. And it's ultimately going to impact your purpose. So how are you equipping yourself relationally to be a better friend, partner, lover, whatever it may be? How are you equipping yourself to be that? A better daughter, son. So how are you equipping yourself to just be 
a better person relationally? How are you diving deep? How are you really building your intimacy in relationships? How are you building up the strength to build the intimacy in your relationships, your friendships, um, and your, your platonic and your romantic relationships because it matters. So the next piece though, financially, why does financially matter? Cause money matters period. So you got spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, relationally, and financially. Financially, you need to equip yourself with strength because this is also going to impact all those other areas of your life. It's going to impact you relationally. It's going to impact you physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. The way you handle your finances says a lot about kind of you. It says a lot about how you handle the other areas of your life. It says a lot about your discipline or your lack thereof. Um, it says a lot about your mental self-control and ability. It says a lot about your emotions. A lot of times we do things financially based on emotions and vice versa. So I firmly believe that you being able to get a handle on these six areas is going to allow you to run the race, run your race, run your marathon the way it's supposed to be ran so that way you can live out your purpose with confidence and leave a legacy, right? Um, I want to go back real quick because Nipsey said something and he said, I went through every emotion. I didn't dodge anything that came with building what he built, right? He went through everything. And that's where I'm saying you have to equip yourself with the strength to go through everything because gaining clarity and focus on all six of these areas it's not going to feel good, y'all. I promise you it's not going to feel good. And so because it's not going to feel good, you have to allow yourself to go through it. You have to allow yourself to say, you know what? I'm going to stay down because the marathon stands for staying down regardless. It means riding the roller coaster regardless. It means I'm not getting off. I'm riding this thing till wheels fall off. And then I'm going to go get some new wheels, put the joint on there and rock out. So here are a couple things I think that you need in order to equip yourself with the strength to live out your purposeful confidence and to develop the marathon mindset. Number one, you need clarity and focus. Get very clear on what you need to equip yourself with strength in the six areas, the six foundations. What do you need? And once you have clarity, do what you need to do to gain focus, to narrow in. And sometimes you may not be able to narrow in on all six areas. You may, may be able to have to or have to just give your focus to just two areas. It may be three areas. One area might be good. You're on autopilot. The habits are solid. Cool. So now you want to focus somewhere else. Now you want to narrow in somewhere else, right? But if you don't know, you don't know. So you got to gain clarity and then you got to get focused. The second thing that you got to do is you got to get disciplined because the marathon is about being disciplined. If you're not going to quit, that means you're disciplined. And then I'll add in another one. It means you're committed. So you can't be on a marathon and have a marathon and be like, yo, this is the marathon did it without being committed and without having discipline because the marathon mindset is fixated on not quitting. The marathon mindset equips you not to quit. It equips you not to quit, period. So in order for you to not quit, you got to have clarity. You got to have focus, right? And you have to make sure you're disciplined and you are committed. Woo. All right, y'all. So I hope that you got some type of something out of that. We are now in the drills and skills. So I'm going to leave you with three things I think that you need to do as soon as you can in order to help you develop the marathon mindset and allow you to dive into knowing what's going to equip you with the strength you need in order to win this year and really win this quarter and really win this day. Okay. Number one, 
get clarity on your foundations. We kind of just talked about that a second ago, but how do you want to grow in these areas? Get clarity on your foundations. I know for me, like I just said, I mentally, spiritually, and um, emotionally, I think have really matured over the last five years, but physically I've declined and that doesn't feel good. So right now my efforts and my energies are really going into physically because I feel like I have been able to handle my spiritual, mental, and emotional areas. So I'm shifting my focus to really hone in on physically to develop the habits that I can just put on autopilot. So by the time I get to the second quarter, I'm really moving. Okay. So for you, it may be opposite, but I would encourage you not to go all out on all six areas because if you're, if you're, I don't want to say weaker in one than the other, but you really want to be able to make sure that you have the strength to equip yourself with strength and you're not setting the bar way too high to eventually you not meet it, but try to develop one habit in every area that you can do on a consistent basis, you can stay disciplined with, you can stay committed with, that's going to allow you to grow in these areas. Number two, write out what you're going to do to equip yourself with the strength in this, right? So that's the same thing. For me, when it comes to physically, I have my workout regimen down, I have the food that I'm eating, and I have my accountability partners. Solid. When it comes to emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, the same thing that I've been doing um, to help keep me alive over the last five or six years. Um, and then the third thing that I want you to do is I want you to find people who you can grow with, okay? Grow with and can help you accountable. Not just people who will hold you accountable, but you want people who you can grow with as well. People who are also like, you know, I want to be able to grow in these areas too, you know, because it's, it's, it's about community. So again, get clear down your foundations. How do you need to grow and equip yourself with strength in these areas and then find people you can grow with and can hold you accountable. So I hope that you found this episode beneficial. I hope that it adds some type of value to your life. Um, I hope that you are excited to be able to live out um, this year and live out this day, whatever your days may be, whatever your year and your vision in your, if you do New Year's resolutions, whatever it is, I hope that you are encouraged. Um, and I keep saying hope because me being able to wish for hope for you makes me that much more hopeful. So let's go back to the research real quick. Again, where hope deferred makes the heart sick. When you are hopeless, that lowers your energy, that lowers your psychological well-being. So find something that will give you hope. Find a way to remain optimistic about what you're doing and who you're doing life with. And third, please y'all, find a way to cast a vision of your aspirations because when you can cast a vision of your aspirations this is going to influence you to remain hopeful and to remain optimistic so i'm your host coach reese thank you for tuning in and being here at season two episode 11 practice the podcast uh we about to get after it all season long we are talking about how to equip you with the mindsets, habits, and skills you need in order to live out your purposeful confidence. And this season is all about how to win the year. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Until next time.